You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Hey guys, it's Gabe from the Kids in the Pit podcast. Today I'm joined by Guy Koswick from the band The Red Chord. Thanks for joining me. I met you at Furnace Fest because my dad sold your merch, but I didn't get to watch your band play because you played during Four Years Strong. Sorry. Mind if I ask you some questions? Oh, yeah, please, please. Gabe, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks for being on. So what do you do in the band The Red Chord? I sing for The Red Chord. You know that if you skip Four Years Strong, but I, I don't blame you because they're, they're great. Yeah, definitely different bands, though. Very different bands. Very different. So how long has the Red Chord been a band? So we started uh, long before you were born back in the uh, late 90s. Uh, so we're over 20 years ago now, uh, roughly 99, 2000 time frame. So 20, what year is it? 22. So yeah, 22 and a half years ago. Nice. So what does your band name even mean? So when I was in college, I took a history and music class and um, there was a poem or a, sorry, it was a play by a German composer. And in the play, uh, the main character uses uh, the red cord in reference to someone that had their neck slit. So it was actually a reference to a slit throat and it was a schizophrenic person. So a crazy person ended up saying like, my love, what is the red cord across your throat? And he didn't realize that he had uh, done it. Wow. So, so you don't, so you do learn, you actually do learn things in school <laughs> that you may, yeah. maybe end up using later. So for those not familiar with the red cord, what song should they look up? Uh, I would say that our newest record, our latest record, which is from 2009, was called fed through the teeth machine i would say anything wow. off of that would be a good a good representation we're pretty old so it's been a while since we did anything new yeah. uh, so i would say demoralizer or mouthful of precious stones would be a good starting place for people okay i'll check it out so Thank what you. is your favorite place you've toured in and what's the most obscure place you've toured in so my favorite place we've always done better in the united states than probably anywhere else um so i always liked doing u.s tours uh, however, whenever we've had the opportunity to go to different places, um, those are always really cool. So we've been to Japan a few times. That oh, nice. is a completely different experience than anywhere that you're going to go in the entire world. And I always liked when we had the opportunity to go to far Eastern Europe. So like uh, places like the Czech Republic or uh, yeah, Czech Republic is definitely up there. We, we played a few festivals and in uh, far eastern europe romania uh somewhere in serbia yeah those places are so different and i think that one of the other places that was pretty cool was that uh, we got to play istanbul turkey Ooh. which is just unlike anywhere else that yeah, we've ever I, been i want to go to istanbul that's a cool place you should yeah please it, it was like really just different so it's like yeah. one thing if, you, if you're in the united states and you go to you know, some town in the Midwest, like, yeah, it might look a little different than a town in the Northeast, but you still very much feel like you're in the United States. When you go to like a place like Serbia or Turkey, it starts feeling like you're in like a real different world. Yeah. So is, is Istanbul the most obscure one? 
probably for, for me, I think that that was uh, definitely very different. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So what was your first concert and how old were you? I went to see uh, Stone Temple Pilots play when I was about 13, almost 14. So something either I might have just turned 14. That was like my first like actual concert. And then uh, I started doing like some more underground shows probably when I was like 14 and 15. Oh, so uh, what are some of your amazing major musical influences? I really grew up with a lot of the uh, early and mid 90s uh, metal hardcore bands and death metal bands. So I loved bands like Suffocation and just any of those uh, early Roadrunner era like death metal bands like death uh trying to think like obituary cannibal corpse but on the other side of it i liked a lot of like the mid and late 90s like hardcore bands like dead guy was around a lot of the uh the mid 90s victory records bands that were like kind of metallic hardcore bands like turmoil um yeah there's just that that was a lot of the bands that i was listening to when i was in high school and i still listen to now nice so where did you grow up and do you still live there? I grew up in the Boston area, just north of Boston. So it's technically considered the North Shore. Uh, I grew up in a city called Revere, which is like at a butts like East Boston. And I moved up to Southern New Hampshire. So it's really not that far. It's about 30 miles away, but I'm technically in a different state. Well, yeah, my aunt lives in Lynn. Did you just go yeah. there for the, uh, no sales tax? Because... New Hampshire, Oregon, you know, Delaware don't have them. I like that. Yeah. So the, the new, no sales tax thing is nice, but I, I got up here because I, I liked having a little bit of elbow room around me, but Lynn was basically right next door to where I grew up. Oh. And uh, when, when we first started the band, the, uh, the drummer who you actually met playing in Madball and Unearth, he was the original Red Core drummer, Mike, and he's oh. from Lynn. Yep. Cool. So, so he was like one of the original guys with me. Wow. Nice. Yeah, he's awesome. He is. So besides music, what is your job? So I, um, I'm a police officer and oh. I'm assigned as a detective. Huh, that's cool. So, so part of my job is uh, we do um, like child protection. So we do crimes against children. Uh, kind of like you ever see Law and Order SVU? Do you watch TV? Not really. Okay, well, I don't blame you. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, we do special victims unit stuff. So people, a lot of times, like, victims of crimes, like, uh, that are not necessarily adults, like children, uh, That that's, like, part of what my unit specializes in. Huh. Okay, so this is kind of horrifying to imagine. But would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred horse-sized, I mean, hundred duck-sized horses? I would rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses. And when Brooke uh, originally, so when your mom told me about this question, I put a real lot of thought into it because you're right. Horrifying was the word that I used. Have you ever uh, been attacked by a goose before? No, but okay. whenever they're well, near, horrifying. I try to get as far away as possible. When, when, when geese are angry at you, like, and they charge at you, like, I mean, that thing is probably two or three feet tall and it is yeah. scary as hell. Like they just, they're mean and they, they nip at you and all of a sudden you find yourself like fleeing. So I could only imagine that a horse-sized duck would be absolutely 
terrifying. Yeah. So like, horses it is. But little, would that be like horses. eight feet tall duck? Yeah, no good. No, they, that thing would be trying to eat you like a pelican. Oh, uh, once when I was two, a chicken just started chasing me. I was so scared, but my mom does have a video of it, and I was just, I was just screaming and sprinting. I was on full-on survival mode. I completely believe you. Birds are weird, especially like birds of prey. I could only imagine that an eight-foot duck would be like a, like kind of in the vulture yeah. bird of play, prey category, pecking and killing you. Whew. No yes. good. That, has, that should be a red cord album cover. I agree. I agree. If if we end up doing that, um, I'll, I'll make sure that you get some sort of some sort of credit since uh, Shout out I kids in the pit. Kids in the pit. Just put Giant a little for the win. Put a little kids in the pit thing on the album cover. Awesome. <laughs> so, does pineapple belong on pizza? And what are your favorite pizza toppings? Uh, I personally don't like pineapple on pizza. However. In a pinch, I've eaten pineapple on pizza, and it was better than I thought it would be. I was grossed out by the idea more than the actual topping. Uh, What do you think? You do? It's yeah, it's pretty good. So my so sweet and savory, in my opinion. So you got the. I mean, it just kind of makes it like fruity, and it's a good contrast. So okay, so the pizza that I like. Only at Domino's, I like peppers and onions on pizza, but okay. uh, everywhere else, I like pineapple pizza the most. Okay, I personally like buffalo chicken. If I could do buffalo chicken on oh. anything, I will. Yeah, that's very good. So yeah, buffalo chicken, barbecue chicken. Uh, also, uh, one one of my go tos is uh, hamburger and garlic. Hamburger and garlic. Okay, then. That's good. Sounds very odd, but I guess it could be good. So I, mean, you... I, I think it's odd when you put pineapple on pizza, but true. Gotta give it a shot. So if you could have any superpowers, what would you choose? Um, so I feel like I would just try to get like Superman's powers if if that was up for grabs, like because he kind of just do everything. Yeah, I guess. It, it, it's like flying is great, except that if you're not invincible and you crash into something, you're going to squish yourself if you're flying. So what's the point of flying if you're going to crash and kill yourself? So yeah. you need to be kind of like invincible. So if, if you picked up the ability to fly, would you have the ability to like crash into something and not smush yourself? I mean, you'd you probably be able to land. Yeah, but if yes. you land, like, you know, you're going to break your, your ankle, like. I mean, you're if probably you, able you to slow you. down. I mean, if you have, I mean, birds lands fine. So you pretty much just bird man. Yeah, birds. But then like you're, you're flapping. I mean, you're not like just flying. Like now you have wings. Like that's inconvenient. So I want to fly, but I don't have wings because I'm like, how do you walk through basic things? Like are you are going to uproot your life because you're going to have feathers and stuff in your bed? And what if you're allergic to feathers and I, like, yeah. you got wings you're and you're sneezing? Yeah. Yeah. No, no good. Okay. I know how to one up. Uh, flying teleportation you can just teleport anywhere and one it's way shorter because you're just you're there and also yeah but like what if you end up like in a wall like what if you teleport into something and you you end up like uh underground or you you inadvertently end up like half your body submerged into something gross you teleport out of that 
but the damage is already done. You teleport into lava. Now you teleport back and you got a burnt, you know, you got a burnt off leg. I mean, you just don't teleport there. But you don't, you, but how do you know that you're going to end up like landing where you want to go? I mean, it's just, ah, something. I, I, I feel like teleportation, there's too many things that can go wrong. People don't know enough about it. I mean, it's just you find you, the location in your head, you just think of it and, and then if you, I don't know, if you trigger something, you'll be there. What if somebody's like waiting with a trap or something? How would they know you're going to get to that exact place? You don't. That's my point. Or like, what about, um, like, what about mind reading? Like, I'll remember, I'll, yeah, I'll think of like the next thing you're going to say. Um, what am I thinking of? Yeah. That. What? Got it. See? What? That, that, that was just what you were thinking. Well, I guess technically that is what I was thinking. I was thinking of pineapple on pizza, which is technically that. Yeah. Boom. Already there. Superpowers. This is getting way too deep. Okay. If you could have dinner with any three people, living or dead, who would you choose? So I just lost my dad recently, so I'd probably be with my dad again. Um, and then, let's see, what else? Uh, I probably... Um, hmm. Let me think. Has to be people. Uh, I mean, what what do you mean? Like, are you thinking of like an animal or? Yeah. I mean, I guess an animal could work. Yeah, I I probably just resurrect a couple of my old pets and and see how they were doing. So I, I, I guess you know like. I pull, I pull up some of my old dogs. So just be my dad and two of my old dogs. That's it. Boom. I guess. Wait, nice no. and easy. The superpower. Okay. Superpower. Uh, being able to get, like, having animals be able to talk to you. Yeah, but what if they what if they have to say, like, really stupid things? Like, the, like my dog is just going to come back from the dead and then be like, hey, I really got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, they're probably talking about eating poop and stuff, but it's still. Yeah, can, can I uh, can I get some more of that food? Can I have the what the cat's having? Yeah. Or or what if they ask you to eat things like they get, say things that are going to in trouble? Hey, can I eat the rabbits? Hey, you want to get eaten yes. by a dog? Angry. I guess. True. Yeah. Do, what, what do you think? The, what do you think the rabbits are saying right now? Like, I'm going to use my superpower here. They're thinking they, like. They, Ask me if I could leave their room. <laughs> I don't you know. Do this crap somewhere else. I'm like, they're probably just thinking like, carrots. Give me carrots now. I, you know what? If that's what they were thinking, I would, I would totally, I'd give it to them. <laughs> yeah. Some carrots. So, if you could tell your ten year old self anything at all, what would you tell him? I would say uh, go to school for something um, sciencey or pharmaceutical related that's going to make you a lot of money when you get older because uh, life is going to get very expensive. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, so try to try to do a little bit better in school because when I was a kid, everyone said, "Oh, yeah, just figure out what you like," and there's not a lot of money in the things that I like. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to be a professional wrestler or a comic book artist, and neither of those really worked out for me. But you don't want to. You don't want to have. You don't want to have a job that you hate. You want to have a job that you like. Yeah, but I also want to have a lot of money, so I kind of wish yeah. I could go back and 
uh, I'll figure out things that I like to do when I had a lot of money. Ooh, time traveling. It's good superpower. Yeah, you know what? You can figure that out if you are a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> you can figure out the power if, of time traveling. If you time travel and you like, if you go to the past and you like kick a rock in the wrong direction, you're not going to be born. That's possible. If we teleport into the wrong spot. Yeah, I guess. Butterfly effect. Yeah, you got to be careful because not like what if what if you were teleporting and you ended up in the wrong time? So like you were trying to teleport from like here to here to like back there, and then you ended up like inadvertently in the wrong time, and you messed up. Now, now you're not even born, all because you wanted to teleport. Yeah, true. So, would you yeah. like to add anything before we wrap this up? Uh, thank you. Well, thank your parents for helping us with merch at Furnace Fest. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for all the help at Furnace Fest and thank you for wanting to do the interview with the band. Really, really appreciate it. And, uh, I, I love the fact that you're doing this kids in the pit podcast. Yeah, it's fun. So thanks to Guy for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms until next week. Bye. Horse size duck. Yep. See you guys. Thank you.